You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're listening to episode 245 of PHP Ugly, your one-stop shop of complaining and just irritating voices and noises for PHP. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me tonight is Tom's cat and Tom Rideout. <laughs> That's uh, Circadian. Circadian? Yes. Uh, so cute. Just you and I tonight, Tom. Yeah, John uh, bailed out for his family or whatever. Whatever. Like, what? Family? Yeah, what? Weird. Very weird. Jeez. Guys, priorities sometimes. I tell you what. So we had fun uh, before the show. We talked about it a little bit last week and the week before. Last week, things totally went sideways on us with our new streaming setup. Yes. We decided to stop using Skype. Or we've been wanting to get ditched Skype for a while. And we and you have found this project that a developer built during the pandemic and it seems to sort of work. Worked for us at one time and and uh so we we did it in last week things kinda of, kinda of got away from us. I, I still don't think I we know what happened. Yeah, I think the service went down while we were using it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. back on it, though. We, we're back at it. But before the show, we had some fun because this is an open source project and downloaded it. I spun up a digital ocean box real fast and deployed it. And I thought it was sort of working, but uh, I guess it wasn't. What happened on your end? Uh, nothing. I got no video out of it whatsoever. Oh, okay. So probably something wasn't set up right. <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we need to keep playing with it. It's not entirely clear what, because I think it is a client-to-client video program. It's not actually doing anything through the server, except for negotiation. Mm. I mean, that might have been the problem. I, I saw my video, but I never, like, I never saw you log into it, so I Oh, so I didn't know. even see, I didn't see my video, and it didn't say I was logged in with anyone. Well, and, and so that, I was completely confused, because when I first fired it up, I I ended up in that whatever that interface you're in that producer's interface and i didn't even know what i was what i was supposed to be seeing so like none of it made sense to me it wasn't very intuitive uh to work so i wasn't i couldn't figure out like if that piece was working or not um yeah it needs the it needs the delicate touch of a, a ux designer viable clan member it is called video.ninja uh, is the software we're using to stream now instead of Skype. So it's a little open source uh, software that runs on a web server. And, and as Tom says, it just negotiates uh, client to client video calls. It works pretty well. I mean, it was really easy to set up. I did nothing to set it up. I just spun up a web server and well, threw work. it on a web server. Don't, That's true. Don't, it didn't work. Don't yet. say it was easy yet. <laughs> I was worried because I, I wasn't sure. Like, I figured if, if we had our own dedicated one, it wouldn't matter that much. But I still wasn't sure how much hardware to throw at it. So I spun up, like, a medium size, like a uh, two CPU. I don't remember how much RAM I gave it. Like, six or eight gigs of RAM uh, box on DigitalOcean. 
But I was thinking about it. I mean, man, if this works, I probably, I should actually run it on my desktop is what I should do because my desktop is huge. I mean, I've got like massive yeah, CPUs and RAM and I got a uh, graphic processor and, you know, it's, so I don't know. Maybe Fat we'll try again. Connection. I got a giga, a gigabyte internet connection, man. I'm good. But I was thinking that the internet connection wouldn't matter that much because it's client to client. So I don't know. Oh, there's my but it, dog. Oh yeah, I hear your puppy. Hear your puppy. You're not using your little blur background. I can see everything. Well, your <clears throat> kitty cat left. Yeah, I think that's so. causing my uh, CPU to hog out and die. Ah. Uh, well, let's jump into things. How was your week, Tom? Busy. Uh, one of my children got me sick. Oh, that was nice of them. Yeah, it doesn't understand that it's not funny to cough loudly in somebody's face while sick. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. 17 years old. Not six. 17. Yeah. Uh, so immediately, uh, got me sick that, that night and lost a Wednesday completely. Woke Mm -hmm. up for, woke up for meeting at nine o'clock, laid back down and woke up at 730. (laughs) Uh, but that did the trick. I was all better. So... it's funny you should mention that because after being in lockdown for so long um and uh not uh you know not like interacting with other people last week i went to a padres baseball game with a friend from work got who got tickets which was still something i had sworn like a couple months earlier like i don't think i'm gonna go to a ball game then I ended up going to like two two ball games, like almost back <laughs> week, week, weeks apart. But uh, it, it was funny how it worked how it worked out. Anyways, we went to the ball game. It was actually the seats he had were great seats, uh, but it was like crowded. Like there were people every, all around us. Yeah, I was feeling a little uncomfortable about about it, but I I didn't want to say anything. But I I got the vibe that he did too because like around the second inning we got up walked around and then we ended up like not the nosebleed sections but we went we went up to a higher section where there was like nope not so many people sitting and we could kind of spread out a little bit (laughs) but uh i did that and then um uh this past weekend was uh like pride events here in san diego and our family participates in a lot of that i saw that so went went down there for that and there were a lot of people. I mean, these, these things have a lot of people. It was like, honestly, like the most people I've been around in a very long time. And then of course, like Monday or Tuesday, I'm like, you know, I'm not feeling great. (laughs) (laughs) I have, I have no, I have no ability to fight off anything anymore. I was, uh, I was actually not feeling well on, on like Monday or Tuesday. I forget what day it was. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I, I pushed through it. It was fine, but yeah, it was, people are getting sick again. Like people are catching colds and, and just not feeling well and all that other stuff. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. It, we're, we're getting yeah. back to normal, I guess. Uh, but yeah. yeah, back to normal means that people are being forced to go to work while sick. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah. What else yeah. Do you, did you get any work done? Code review. Lots of code review. 
Lots of code review. Yeah, it's something that's all, uh, it's never really been my my strength, just reading through someone else's code and understanding what the hell it's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week I am focusing on my patience and my readability, or my ability to read and, co- and process. Um, so trying to be very deliberate about my code reviews and, and not let things slip through that shouldn't slip through. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that. A lot of uh, you know big honking architecture projects, um, and uh, I found out I will be going to the FinTech Con in Denver in September. I will be presenting. What? <laughs> yes. What? Uh, it's just a little product presentation. It's not a. It's not a big like on stage with a hundred people thing, um, just showing off our product and the sort of functionality and how people can integrate it into their systems. Is this, is this the Citrix one? I'm looking up what FinTech is. You don't, you don't have anything in Trello. Uh, you gotta, you gotta put Trello cards in, man. I guess that is true. Uh, FinTech dev con dot IO. Um, wow. FinTech dev tech con dev con dot I know. That's a lot. It is. It is a bit. Um, FinTech being financial technology and our product being... uh, Fin, not thin. Fin. Fin. Financial financial technology. All right. Now I see it. Boom. Throw that in Discord. Financial technology. So you're just just doing a product, a little product demo? Yeah, doing a product demo. uh, And then I'll be at the conference for the... The rest of the period, staying at a at a hotel in Denver, and you know, how, how far is Denver from you? Is it is it uh, that close? And you know, with my uh, anxiety, it uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And being at conferences in general, like you know, you you're you can be there late talking to people. You don't feel like yeah, you know, coming home. It's it's the getting there process that's difficult for me. So um, that's really what I what I'm focusing on. Uh, my my boss was supposed to do the talk there and figured, you know, realized he wasn't going to be back uh, from his trip in time. So mm. asked, asked for volunteers and me being the only person anywhere near Denver sort of had to say, well, I'm willing to overcome my anxiety and agoraphobia to do it. So <laughs> I put myself out there. What's your, where, where did you land on Lone Star? Lone Star or Longhorn? Longhorn. <laughs> I think Lone Star Long- is done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think Longhorn. Longhorn. Wait, I don't know, man. Which one? Which one's which? Longhorn. Longhorn. Long- Austin. Yeah, Longhorn. Midtown. Yeah. Uh, I will be actually getting that taken care of tomorrow. Getting all that. Oh, so you're 100 percent going. You're committed. I am committing myself to doing it. Yes. Awesome. And you said your company's down there, anyways, right? So it makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Cool. I'm. I'm. I don't know where I'm at with it. I. Like I keep telling the wife, I the, the the my wife has decided, you know, that she she's interested in going with me, which has been cool. Like like within last the last couple of years before the pandemic, she's taken more of an interest of going to conferences with me, and it's nice because you know, these conferences are like places like we wouldn't necessarily go on vacation or visit or not that not that they're not nice destinations like. Laracon was in New York City. Uh, I forget where else. Louisville. She, I felt, she never went with me to Louisville, but uh, but it was nice because it was like we had a reason to go somewhere kind of random, and and she'd come with me. 
So she's expressed some interest. And I'm like, ah, you know, that, that's fine. I mean, like Austin is kind of cool. I'm not sure like where this conference is in relation to like downtown Austin. I've been like looking Midtown. at the maps right in the middle. Is it though? I don't think it is. Maybe it is. It looks like everything's a little bit of an Uber ride to get to. Oh, come but, on, is the Brewatorium? I was telling her, I'm like, I, I don't think, I don't know if I'm going. Like, I'm not really, you know, I, I'm interested in going. Like, I want to go see friends and I want to get with people again, but I'm not, I'm not there yet to get on the plane. And like, she, she's just like, it doesn't matter. She's like looking for things to do in Austin. I'm like, well, maybe I'm going. <laughs> Well, I could, yeah, I could convince my wife to go with me, and we could, we could have me and you and the Rebecca's, and have something to really regret. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm probably, I'm probably seventy, I'm probably seventy thirty now, seventy going thirty not. Like, if if anything, if anything just slightly goes sideways, I'll probably pull out, but. <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's, that is a level of dedication that I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> if the I just, slightest thing goes wrong, I am bailing. There, there are more reasons why I want to go than than just the really the one reason I don't want to go, which is I don't feel like getting on a plane with a bunch of people right now, which is really the only reason I'm not interested in going. There's so many pluses. First thing, Longhorn. You say that right is, now, but it's in October. I know, I know. That's what I'm telling myself. I'm like, it, it, like I didn't think I'd be going to baseball games today, like this last week. I there's no way I thought I'd go to baseball games, uh, and I did. And you know, it was a little uncomfortable, but it's fine. And sure, I got sick like a couple days later. Who knows? Whatever. But uh, I, I think I think I'll get over it. I, I got to stop being such a such a puss and just just go. But. Well, and I think the, I think the airline crowd is more vaccinated than the the baseball crowd. Yeah, perhaps. I, well, I was never a friend. Uh, never a friend. I was never a fan of flying. I'm not afraid of flying. I just don't like the. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I hate it. I don't like the inconvenience. It's like even for me, we we talked about it in the past when um, I used to drive out to Arizona all the time. Friends would say, "Well, why don't you fly out there?" And we did that once. We did fly out there. Right. So for me to dr- drive out to Arizona was about five hours. For me to fly out there was about five hours, and I didn't have a car, <laughs> and I had to put up with a bunch of idiots on planes because. Although the flight is only about an hour flight from San Diego to Arizona, you got to get there early. You got to get through security. You got to get, you, you know, you got a taxi. You got to, about, about time you actually get in the air. Sure. The, the actual flight is only an hour, but the, 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 you know, prep and landing and you still got to get to the airport and you got to, it still ends up taking like five or six hours where I could just throw on some podcasts and be driving. And that's like the part that frustrates me. I just get the whole, you know, taking off your shoes and crap and going through security and all the crazy, like to this day, can somebody please explain to me? I understand there, 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 there are exceptions like, like uh Southwest, but in general, like a regular airplane where you buy a ticket to a seat, why does everybody get up and start crowding the entrance when they start boarding? It's like, nobody's going to take your seat. Just relax. Everybody relax. You're going to get on, when you get your seat's still going to be there, you know. Yeah, people I don't are, understand. People it. are very dumb. Oh man, it drives me nuts. Well, well, and there's just, that's just stuff I don't have time for. The thing for me is that the schedule's not out yet. Uh, the CFP just ended. The the call for papers just ended. So I don't know what's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But I, 
you know, for me, like I said, my business is already in my, my, my company is already in Austin and well, and that's what I was saying. Like, in two years. Questioning the conference isn't even one of the things on the, on the plate for me. Like I have right. no, que- I have no question. The conference itself is going to be great. Speakers are going to be great. Hopefully people come like, you know, the, the, your, your normal like crowd of people that you, you run into at conferences show up, but mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not doubting the conference. I'm just doubting my ability to, to tolerate the general public to get to the conference. <laughs> take a train. I totally would take a train. If there was a train that went from here to Austin that didn't take like a week to get there, I would do that. Trains are fun. Yeah. yeah. I want to see. That. I but, actually, I'm curious now. I want to see how long that actually is going to take. Uh, so, so there's not a main line. You, I, I've looked at this before because there, there's like three or four main lines in the U.S. where you can take a train, and there's like one on the West Coast. There's one like through Texas, Oklahoma, uh, Louisville, or Louisiana, um, all those states. The one, the one actually in Texas. Like if I was in Texas, there's there's actually a a, a rail line you could take that that is pretty expansive like where it takes you um the one here in california it runs up and down the coast um i heard you can take it up to washington state i don't know about that for sure but and then there's of course one on the east coast and there was one more somewhere else but they don't really like overlap that well because i even looked at taking a train from uh, san diego to arizona and i forget what it was but it wasn't it wasn't easy to do. It was like a two day trip or something. Yeah, I've I've done a sleeper car from San Diego to uh, to Texas, and that was fun. But that was I was oh much, really? Yeah, I was much younger though. I was like sixteen or seventeen. Oh. So did it only take one day or? Oh no, it was a three day trip. Oh oh, it was okay. Yeah, it was a few days. Yeah, that's what I. I, I think, it, I think it was two nights, three days, two nights. Yeah, but I mean, and nowadays, I mean, trains have Wi Fi and nice. Joe Carter's and bar yeah. service. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris Charlton was asking about PHP seven, four only has active support for four more months. Are you freaking out? <laughs> no, uh, we, we've pushed to eight in a lot of places. So really, we're actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're seven. Uh, I mean, I guess our biggest client, our biggest client can, is going to use the bump, but we're actually we're actually working on a big upgrade for their uh, Laravel framework and everything else. So, it, including their database, so eight will probably just fall into that scope as well. Matter of fact, it has to fall in the scope if we're in the latest Laravel. Uh, so yeah, and so the latest no, Laravel, I'm... the latest Laravel will be PHP eight minimum. So that's uh, I believe January or February. The next Laravel, Laravel yeah, 9. nine. Well, yeah. Right, right. The, the current one is still uh, 7 compliant. I don't know if it's 7 or 7.4. I don't know what the minimum 7 is. I think it's 7.2 and 8. But yeah. Yeah, Laravel 9 will just be 8. And yeah, you just got to gotta stay on top of it, man. Got to keep moving forward. Yeah, I'm forward. excited for some of these new features. Um, what are you excited about? In Laravel or PHP? PHP. Hmm. Uh, enums. Oh yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, new in initializers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things is auto casting. Like this is in PHP eight, but auto casting eight, eight one right eight one is the new in initializers, but eight allowed for automatic casting of uh properties in a constructor. Mm-hmm. So you can say 
private array customers in the initialize in the in the constructor and it will properly initialize it mm. uh, read only properties pure intersection types uh it's i'm that's that's my big stuff mm-hmm. um Fibers, which I, you know, I'm not going to use, but I want to see people doing cool stuff. I mean, I supposedly the f- framework maintainers are are excited for fibers. Yeah, and they're going to be the ones that actually do stuff. Like, they're going to introduce new products and new functionality that we're going to have to like check out. Um, Darling data in Discord saying loving named properties. I'm not super on board with named properties, but I did see a use case for like blade templates earlier today, where you can call stuff like. You can with CSS where you just say border is five and background is red, and you can have you can have method declarations that are designed for that. So, I mean, interesting stuff. I I, I assume it has something to do with the pandemic kind of lifting a little bit, but uh, I've seen like people hiring now like crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean the hiring the hiring blitz is on. If if you if you're a new developer and you've been you've been thinking about making that switch to become a professional developer, seems like a pretty good time right now. I, I don't know. I'm fortunately not in that position. I have to be uh, uh, interviewing places, but man, there's a lot. There, there seems to be a lot of people getting new jobs yeah. in development. Today. It's a good time to ask for a raise too. No, it's not. Nobody at Diego Dev should be listening to Tom. He's <laughs> always good. Very poor advice. Please don't terrible. pay attention to. <laughs> yeah, it is though. My my <laughs> week. Uh, I, I I shared with you already on, on Slack, Tom. I can't actually talk about because I've been working on my secret project, <sighs> which you're supposed um, to. You were supposed to reveal one of your two secret projects this week. So I'm going to hold you to that. At least give us one of the secret projects. I can't. I can't. I I actually have three now. That I, I, oh my! God. I'm working on. Yeah. One's with Diego Dev. Uh, one, yeah, no. I almost, oh my God, I almost leaked it hard over the weekend because um, the, the the big one that I'm most excited about uh, has uh, a web component associated to it. And so I was doing some coding over the weekend and I got the bright idea. I'm like, man, I've been wanting to stream coding for a long time. I think I'm going to just stream this. This is fun. Like I was doing a bunch of refactoring. Like there was already a code base. I was starting. Yeah, I was. I was doing some refactoring, moving things around. It was. It was actually. I was actually upgrading from like a Laravel. Um, I don't know what it was now that now I say it. it was early Laravel, like five, seven, six, somewhere, like early to eight. I'm like, wow, this is so much fun. I need to. Uh, I- I'm going to stream it. And so I started, I started pulling up a uh, restream because I was going to configure it where I stre- I was streaming directly through restream because I didn't want to have to set up my OBS. And then I thought about it for a second. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, if I stream this, everybody's going to know what it is. It's like the name is all over the code. It's like, there's no way around the, it. I can't Does the name it. give something away? Oh, it gives it all away. Like the moment the name gets out there, you'll you're going to know exactly what's going on. It, uh, it's it's. But I did make some progress on it today. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with baseball? No. Okay. No. As a matter of fact, if you really want to tease somebody, well, okay, 
John John caught on because I was I, you know, I do things through Diego Dev, so he, he caught on because some charges came into the company and it did does like I said, there's no way around it. Like the moment anything with the, the name hits any stream, you know what it is. It, it's no secret anymore. So John's John's caught on. John doesn't know all the details, but he knows way more than he should. Enough where I might have to kill him. That might be why he's not on tonight. <laughs> I may have had to kill him. Oh, but I'll give man. you I'll give you a bigger I'll give you a bigger teaser. You really you really you really want to get frustrated? Sure. Somebody in our PHP Ugly Discord, that's discord.phpugly.com. Somebody in that PHP Ugly Discord is aware of the project in is now part of it. Well, I already know who that is. How would you know that? Who do you think it is? I think it's Oscar. Oscar? That would be a reasonable assumption. That's a, that's that's a good assumption, Tom. That's very good. If it's it not, might not be right, if it's but not, it's very good. If it's good not assumption. him, it's it's Michael Drinda. Michael Drinda. Yeah, they're both in our Discord. You're very you're very I, I like I like your your method of thinking there is very good. Very good. I will not confirm nor deny either one of those, but there is somebody in our Discord that when all this happens, we'll have to reveal who that person is. And there might even be two people in our Discord. I don't know yet. We've got to see where things go. Like, there, there, there are wheels in motion. Things are happening. They're happening fast, and they're slowing down, and they're happening fast. I thought for sure, like, by this week, I would be able to mention this one because I'm so ecstatic about it. But I have to give it another week. Another week, and I think I think next week I should be able to say something. Because <laughs> right. I've, I've already started the next, the, the next phase. Like, phase one is kind of is wrapping up, which was a lot of this technical mumbo-jumbo and like reworking some stuff and things like that. I started phase two, which is with some coordination and and a few other things are happening. I think by next week, I'm hoping that I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag. And I, I I swear to God, if I talk too much about it, it's going to slip anyways, because keep going, keep going. It's all that's been on my mind for like the last week. I, I, I I can't, I, I, so badly want want to tell you who's involved because there's somebody involved that's going to blow your mind or blew my mind at least. And I can't yet, but it's coming. I promise you, I promise you it's coming. And I honestly think that especially our listeners are going to appreciate it a lot, a lot, lot because reasons. (laughs) Well, you know, you don't have to sit through four hours of a podcast to find out what it is. Honey Badger. Honey Badger! This episode of PHP Ugly is sponsored by HoneyBadger.io, the web developer's secret weapon. Honey Badger offers exception, uptime, and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? Have a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time, not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third-party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to honeybadger.io to sign up for a free account to get started. 
And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, Honey Badger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to honeybadger.io and start your trial today. Oh, thank you, Honey Badger. Thank you, Honey Badger. That was actually one of my... Honey Badger knows what, my, what, what, what the secret is because they got implemented this week on my secret project. I'm using oh. Honey Badger on my project. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Now, Charlton and, brings up Loki. Have you been watching Loki? I, did, I have been, yeah. I'm so excited. Well, it's over. Did you did you watch the final one? Just watched it. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it, it was good. I, I, it's still my favorite uh spin spin off whatever these whatever these little mar- marvel small things are well but it's not just the spin off it's the introduction of the whole next cycle everything happens everything in the next like 8 years happens because of this john i'll give you 5 questions john john challenged me to 20 questions in discord and i will give i will give i will give discord 5 not you john i'll give discord 5 questions to ask oh and, and I will I will respond. If you're not in our Discord, this is why you want to listen live. This is why you want to be a part of this. I'm, I'm catching up on Discord. I, I apologize uh, for that. I don't read Discord when I'm rambling. So, uh, well, what's last, last week we had a story, and I hope that you had the chance to read it because we good, promised good guess, we were gonna, we promised we were going to talk about it this week. I read nothing. I, I've been I have been buried in code. What what was it? We we're gonna what talk code? About? This, code what were we going to talk about i got stuff to talk about github's new ai tool the, the oh, tool that helps right. you write code yeah we did talk about this some interesting things have come up out of this um so i had oh we actually we actually earmarked we put trello the same article github's new ai tool doesn't violate copyright says expert i did not read this i want to read this because i'm very curious about how it's not it's not violating copyright of open source projects based on licenses because I, I'm not sure how that's how that's working, especially if now you're using open source code in your project and you don't know what the license is for that for that code. Right. So did you did you read this? So yeah. So here's here's the issue at hand is that the the new tool called Copilot is trained by I'll all get to of the, the questions. For everybody putting questions in Discord, I promise you, I will get to the questions. So, we'll we'll get through this story. So the this new tool is a, it's an AI tool that's trained off of all of the open source code that is on GitHub, and I can say first off that any expert saying it doesn't violate copyright is flat out wrong and shouldn't be calling themselves an expert. Yeah. Okay. Because what it is is an untested challenge. To copyright. Not that it doesn't violate copyright. It is a whole new way of interpreting copyright that has not ever been challenged. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. Yeah. So anyone saying that it just doesn't violate copyright is wrong. That's not how legal definitions work. Uh, and yes, I'm aware that this person is a former member of the European Parliament, but that doesn't mean they're not wrong. They're absolutely wrong. This is copyright law in the U.S. states that it needs a challenge before it has a reasonable conclusion to validity. Um, And the issue here is that there's nothing guaranteeing that large portions of already copyrighted open source code aren't just going to get generated for your code. As you type, if it sees something it's done before, it's just going to paste that in. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's pasting in code from an open source project, then it's ab- absolutely violating 
many of the open source licenses by not attributing the source. Mm-hmm. Now, the source might be AI, but the AI is trained off of actual licensed goods that this AI could not work without. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this AI could not work without the open source code that it's referencing, then how is it not a violation of copyright? Hmm. That, that's that's the big question at hand, is that if you were to not allow GPL code to be read by this AI tool, and this AI tool failed to work as well because of that, then it is absolutely violating copyright. Hmm. Yeah, man, it's such a tricky thing. I, it, it's... I, yeah, it, it's so funny talking about copyright in open source because it's a needed thing otherwise companies would just abuse open source code and the work. well and they do they i mean source. they currently do amazon is a gross abuser of open source licensing and copyrights where mm-hmm. they are they are flat out selling servers that have copyrighted or gpl code on it that says you can't do that yeah this however i don't know if it's inherently evil Right. No, it no. feels it feels like it feels like it could have good intention. Now, keep in mind who's behind it. You know, Microsoft is is behind this ultimately. So I don't know how comfortable I am with it. And that that was actually one of the things. Uh, one of the big Vim people I follow now is convinced. I, I've seen no evidence of this. I, I, I have not heard of this happening. Maybe you know more about this, Tom, because you're a user of VS Code but is convinced that that VS code is actually reporting back code to to whatever this AI is. I believe it's part of the agreement for the beta. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow, that's surprising. Okay. All right. I'm so okay. All right. Like that's if you're, interesting. If you're, if you're an early adopter, I think it basically says in bold print early adopters are sending telemetry data back to us. Yeah, there's a name for that in VS Code world. Do you remember? I used to run it too. I because it, it was bleeding edge. Oh god, VS Code. It's I forget uh, what it's called. Automated reporting, whatever. No, no, no. I'm saying the rolling release of VS Code. There's, there's. It has a separate name for it. It's uh, VS Code uh, rolling release or what the hell is what the hell is it called? Oh, I forget what it's called. There's another know. name for for that. That like night, nightly build a VS Code that that you can be a part of that's not stable yet. Um, I like I said I used to run it you know way back when VS Code was very new and like if you wanted the new features you had to stay on the bleeding edge. But um, was it Insider? I forget. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing to me. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, it's this very interesting. I I do wish I I do wish that. GitHub or Microsoft would take a moment and say, okay, we see some concerns here. We want to be good people in the open source community. So if you add this to your readme file, some string or, or some file to your, to your, to your project, like no AI or something, we won't parse that repo because it's still kind of murky on, 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 you know, what's, 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 how copyright's going to work in this situation. Right. It would be nice to see them step up and say, all right, until we get this figured out, if you don't want us crawling your open source project for this AI project, then do this. Put put this file in your repo or, or whatever. 
Well, and Darling Data brought up another good point, which is that there's concerns that it, bad John's code. Nailed it. John's nailed it. Insiders. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. John, the Insiders it, it was program. An and you did put that in the form of the question, so I'm going to count that as one of your five questions. Uh, good, good job there. <laughs> <laughs> five questions. Um, <laughs> there's a concern that uh, this AI could propagate bad code across lots of projects where it, you, know, you could be writing an authentication system that has an inherent flaw in it because of this generated code. And I mean, you, you stop becoming a coder and start becoming a, a, a code reviewer. And if you but don't, that's always it, the argument, right? That, I mean, that, that was the argument. I remember back in, with Dreamweaver at the time where you dragged and drop your database connections, uh, you know, that writing bad code, which it was actually writing bad code. It was actually a very bad way of doing things. Yeah. But to, to today's IDE, I, I've said, I, I've echoed a similar thing in the past, basically saying, you know, I, I felt like I was being a weaker developer, taking like advantage of frameworks, but taking advantage of some of the, some of the intelligence built into IDEs because I wasn't teaching myself these, these patterns and conventions. But that argument is always going to be around. Now, this is a little different, right? This is not, this is not suggesting another another way to format your FL statement. This is saying, Hey, here is your FL statement, right? It's, it's, yeah, here's a whole, it's a little code. different. Uh, I think, I, I think being a good developer is always going to be an art form and there are always going to be good developers out there, no matter how many of these tools are in place to assist developers, but you're right. I mean, you're going to get some novice, I wouldn't even call him a developer at that point who just starts to point and click and see you know what completes and well and I want to try I mean code. if if autocorrect is, has taught me anything this is going to be a miserable failure but I'll I'll, even, I'll go so far as to say a ducking failure nothing I I I, I, I feel like there should be something there but yeah. what what am I missing ducking a, autocorrect big big ducking failure okay. Big but I'm, I'm I want to if try you're it. in our Discord, if you're in our Discord, don't forget to suggest titles with bang title, big ducking failure. I, I want to try it out with a, a project from scratch and just start trying to like feed it features and see how far it can go on its own creating a feature. Like if I just had it, if I if I was just writing the API for a blog mm -hmm. and I name a function add favorite or add favorite to user, mm -hmm. I want to see what it does. I mean, is it? Is I may it, surprise you. Is it filling you out hear... little snippets or is it like actually going to write a full favorite system in Laravel? So you want to hear something funny? I, I just I just made this connection just now talking to you the kids and i used to have a game we played when smartphones were not as advanced as they are now when they had got there for a smartphone we would send messages to each other using autocomplete all you could do is right. pick something from autocomplete and it would create these crazy sentences like didn't make any sense at all but they would be funny as hell you do that today and it like actually creates the sentence that makes complete sense. Yeah. You know, it doesn't like that. It and those are, those are long. the, those are the crappy versions of this AI. A good mm -hmm. version of an AI could say what time it is and what you're normally doing at that time of day. Mm -hmm. So it could, it could figure out exactly what you're trying to type yeah. or like based off of the location of the person you're talking to, like the AI that's out there is way better than it should be. And we don't get to see it. Like we get a little glimpse of it mm -hmm. with stuff like this, where GitHub is like, Hey, an open source thing that helps you code. And the actual technology that's out there for AI is horrifying. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, although 
today Amazon did recommend I buy floppy disks. So it's not the greatest, but I don't know, maybe like maybe in a couple hours, something crazy is going to happen and I'm going to need a floppy disk and not have one. <laughs> I couldn't even run a floppy. I can't, I can't even. Uh, yeah, I can actually, I can, I can play a Blu-ray disc cause I have, I have a PlayStation. If I had to play a Blu-ray right now, I could play a Blu-ray, but I have no, I have no CD players for, for my CD collections that I have. Yeah. I have no, like my last, my last couple of laptops and desktop have no devices other than USB ports. I mean, there's yeah. nothing for me. Yeah. And it's all, all old right. style USB A ports. I'm waiting question, for the USB C thumb drives. Question number one. I saw I saw a question come in uh, about my about my little passion project. I almost said the name. Holy freaking god! I can't believe it. I got it. I, this is going to be a bad idea. Why? What's the name? This this is going to be a bad freaking idea. Okay, let's play twenty questions. Uh, we all know it's some Vim stuff. I I used Vim. If if that makes any difference, that wasn't a question though. Uh, I bet it's a secret TikTok dance. You do not want to see me dance TikTok or anywhere else for that matter. Uh, you big whist name known by all developers. Pour it up. Good guess, buttery. He, he's oh he, here it is. Uh, question number one. So this this counts as an official question. Is the project open source based? What is what would what would open source based mean? Is it based? built no, on I open he, source? I the question was just is it open source? Oh is. Uh, Oh, is the project open, open source, source based. based? Yeah, I say what, what's open. It's it, parts of it are you like the part I worked on used PHP. So the part I worked on is not released. Now I don't know why it's not released. Oh, but there are components that are that are open to the public. It's not really open source, but it's open. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Uh, as in there, there's, there's not, there's, there's not like anything for anybody to reuse currently that might change. Um, but there's, there's, there's no component of it that can be reused in another project or anything like that. Uh, good question though. That's a very good question. I wasn't trying to dance around it. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to lie. Like, like if you're asking me if it's, if it's, if, if it's using open source stuff, yes, yes. We're PHP, obviously. Right. What I'm involved with it, but uh, yeah, it's not it's not anything like that. No, um, I don't think I missed any other questions. Uh, that so that's question number one. You guys have four more questions to ask before the show's over, and that is it. And you know, you know who gets to ask these questions first? I will give an additional five questions if you are one of our patreons. You can you can go to our special Patreon channel in Discord. And ask five additional questions, and I may or may not answer them throughout the week. <laughs> and you shall be ignored. So if you're not if you're not here live, if you're listening to the audio podcast and you're one of our Patreon members, you you know where to go. There is a there's a Discord channel specifically for you guys, and just go in there, ask ask the question in there, and I will respond. And we do have a new Patreon member to say hello to Tom. Did you, can you, can you call him out? I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'll let you know when the name passes. I, I actually reshuffled everybody. So I don't know where I they're at that. in this list. Huh? I see it's shuffled. Yeah. Every, every week, every week I run, I run a shuffle on it. So it's never in the same order. Uh, I don't know why I do that. Does it make sense to do it alphabetically? Maybe it'd be, maybe it'd make I, more I sense no to do it idea. alphabetically, but uh, they haven't, they haven't come by yet. 
Uh, they must have already gone by at least once, though, because I've been talking long enough. I'm looking. Jero? Uh, I think Jero was new uh, last up. week or the week before. Uh, Dream Up's been there for a while. Yeah, no. Did I, did I not add him? I just but, saw this thing go around. Yeah, it just cycled. I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I looked away. So I will tell you who it is. It's Sevia. S E V I. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sevia. Sevia. How do you say that? S E V I. I'm sure what what that Sa- would. Sive. Sivey. So so there was no. They should be. Did you? Did it not load correctly? Did you? Are you loading it, from a different? It's entirely place? possible that Dropbox did not update in time. sync it i did it way earlier because I, it has a whole thanks for being a new member uh next to their name i'm gonna i'm gonna pop over real fast see if make sure i actually put it in the right place php ugly and then we're just gonna cd to what is it obs tom's obs and we'll do vi uh patreon uh oh hey yeah right no it should be there PXC. Uh, he is definitely there. Well, he's definitely in Dropbox. Maybe my Dropbox didn't sync up. Hmm. I don't, I don't know how to hey, check that. I guess thank we- you for subscribing, uh, Chris Charlton. Chris, thank you. Was that a uh, Twitch subscriber? I I can't tell where all those. Uh, you set that up a long time ago, and I don't remember how it's set up at all. But uh, yeah, I think it's Streamlabs. Now, I need now to I'm looking at Dropbox. Hello, I searched PHP and you guys appeared. I'm I'm sorry to say that. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> what's that all about? Do you guys hate PHP? Oh wow, you're new. Oh. no, you are new to the uh, new to the stream. I'm sorry. Yes, do no, not, we, we do, do not, not hate. hate. We are... <laughs> Who could build such a long podcast hating PHP? That'd be ridiculous. Darling Data, that's Darling Data. That Darling Data's our new... Uh, Sevy. Our new Patreon. Sevy. Sounds like Chevy. Sevy. And I definitely so. do not have it in my uh, Patreon's text file. Weird. I, I bet you that's on my end. I'll have to look to see if it's syncing up. Uh, yeah, that's weird. I'll check it out and see what's going on. But thanks, uh, Darling Data. Yeah, thank you very much. And for those who don't know, it's patreon.com slash phpugly to support us gallivanting around the world. <laughs> not, does not do that. That's what we do. We gallivant around the world. You know what, Tom? It's totally, it's totally on my end because I just went to my Dropbox on the web and it is not there. So I don't know what's going on with my Dropbox. I will have to figure that out. That is problematic because my new secret project we're, we're, we're coordinating over Dropbox. Oh, maybe that's why it's just hiding it. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll have to, I'll have to see if I can get fixed that before, before next show. Apologize for that. Darling data. Okay. We got another question. Wait, we got another question before we go on. Okay. Is a project going to be a composer package others can install? I'm going to give you a pass on that one, Kevin, because I can't I can't see how that could be true and the open source question be false. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go no. The answer is no, and I'm not even going to count that as a question because I feel like I feel like it's kind of the same question. I think I, I think I kind of answered that. So no, hate is another form of love when it comes to coding. <laughs> You have to pronounce your thanks, guys. No problem, darling. Thank you for helping us with that. All right. What else we got, Tom? I sent you a link last oh, week dear. that I was hoping that you would you would see and check out, but I, I can already tell that you haven't because it's not on your list of things. 
uh the envy chat yeah 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 no i i'm i'm fine talking about that i i i thought it was kind of cool that you sent this i even i even checked it out um did you have a question about it or you tell me what it is all right so i've been talking about here i'm we'll put this one in discord uh i I found the let me find the repo again because you did the reddit thing I, i went and found the repo uh for it here it is. Let me put this one in Discord. And um, and I apologize. If you're on YouTube or Twitch, uh, we have a bot that will post our Trello links uh, for the show notes into our Discord channel. And I realize you all don't see them on those other services. So, again, all the more reason to join us in Discord, which our Discord, we were talking about it before the show, is almost the who's who of, of PHP in the php community like we have everybody in there it's very cool yeah and i don't um, i don't think that bot is actually working for automatically right, it's, been, it's been posting it's been posting all, all night maybe I, it just I doesn't work it. for me why what did you move the nv chad get github repo oh it it, it only it only runs every couple minutes uh, so it, it, it it'll, it'll get there it'll get there in a second it, it, it's not instantaneous it'll it'll just check in every every couple of minutes to see uh if there's any new links to, to push all right so what is it uh this this was a thing with them back in the day um and it's actually one of the ways i really got involved with extensions and customization of them and Essentially, people put together, when it was Vim, they just put together these really well-thought-out VimRC files and post them on GitHub or whatever. And people would just kind of take other people's Git, uh, VimRC files and kind of modify them, right? Well, this uh, this Chad... Uh, oh, that's why. You got, you got to put in show notes, uh, Tom. Move it over to show notes and it'll, it'll show up. So, so Tom shared with me a link to a repo called NVChad. And it's actually very similar to another repo I've been following called uh, LunarVim. Um, and essentially, it's kind of the same thing, except except now these, these kind of base configurations have gotten very big and complex, and they have all these new kind of functionality in it. So NVChad in LunarVim looked very similar to me. I didn't, I didn't install NVChad. Uh, because I'm kind of going down the Lunar Vim path for my new Neo Vim configuration. Both of these kind of repos lean very heavily into the new uh, Lua uh, workflows in Neo Vim. So one of the things that differentiates Neo Vim from just regular Vim is that it it, it uses this Lua programming language to do things and there's just been this massive push in the last couple of months of people rewriting um a lot of uh old vim plugins in lua and making them faster making them more modern so so with my new neo vim plugin using this lunar uh lunar vim base i have things like that whole inline uh, that whole inline get blame thing that you saw on my php storm once when we were doing a code share tom you're like right. hey what's that I, I want that and it was we figured out with some additional plugin i had i have that now in my in my neo vim so i have my that inline get blame on whatever line i'm on i mean 
they're just these really well thought out kind of starting points for them, Neo Vim users to use. I wouldn't really, I don't know. I, it's so hard for me to say because it's been so long since I've been like a newbie with Vim. I don't know if these are a good place for new people to start out, but I really don't have a reason for it not to be like the one I'm using. And actually uh, I think in did the same thing. One of the coolest features it has is that um, in Vim, so much of it is, is so much of the speed are these key bindings. So you're never reaching for your mouse. You're always, everything has, everything has a key mapping to it. And with uh, Lunar Vim in, I think MVChat has the same thing. It has these HUD pop-ups. If, if you're familiar with uh, uh, SpaceMax, um, which was this Emacs Vim hybrid thing uh, for a while, SpaceMax had this HUD pop-up where you hit your leader key, and if you didn't hit another key within like you know half a second, it would pop up and say, okay, here are your options of other keys to hit, and here's what they do. It's a very intuitive kind of... Uh. HUD pop up. So you'd hit your, you know, like you might remember, it's like, okay, what was that? What was that key binding I used for Git status? Because I don't use it very often. You just hit your leader key and it says, okay, G for your Git stuff. So you hit G and then S for status, S. And it would just tell you, it would just walk you through it. So those are pretty good. So if you're new to them, it's pretty good. Uh, I guess it's not a bad thing. Um, I thought, like, personally, I thought I would struggle with some of the new key mappings because I'm so old. Like I, I have a lot of muscle memory with how I do key mappings. I, I used to use a plugin for Git called Fugitive and all this other stuff, which had very, you know, key mappings I was used to, but it hasn't been that hard to adjust. And the only reason I'm adjusting it, I like, I try them out because I'm like, okay, do these, do these make more, are these more sane? Like, do these make more sense? And then if I don't like them, then I, I'll go back in there and customize them a little bit. But these are just, like, good starting points if, if you are a Vim user. Now, the Lunar Vim one, if we want to continue down this path, the one thing that attracted me to that is it has a plugin, or it has configurations, not even a plugin. It has a configuration for VS Code. So everything, all, all the um, kind of conventions it uses for your NeoVim, it kind of brings those conventions over to VS Code, including like the HUD display. So if I hit my leader key, because I, I implemented it, I'm like, I got to see what this is like. Uh, so I, I spent like a, a long, way too long getting my VS Code up to speed because I, I just haven't ran. And it kept, I, I, I couldn't tell you how many freaking pop-up windows kept coming up. It was driving me crazy. <laughs> but uh, I installed this. One very interesting thing, and I actually have this on my list, and I will I will move this over to show notes. VS Code has a NeoVim plugin, but it's not a right. plugin. It's not a it's not an emulator. It actually uses NeoVim, which is fantastic. So my uh, Lunar Vim has a configuration for VS Code using this NeoVim plugin, and like that whole HUD pop up, it kind of does the same thing. It's like if I hit my leader key. Uh, I don't know what you guys call the little control P yeah. toolbar that pops up at the top. Don't know what a leader key is. Well, yeah, don't worry about that. But what, what do you guys in VS Code, when you hit control P or control shift P, what's that little line that pop, that comes oh, up? The, little, like the, the, the actions bar? Action bar. So if I, if I hit my leader key, 
the action bar will pop up and will propagate with all my key bindings. So it's kind of the same thing. It's, it's not the HUD that pops up in them, but it's the it's your action bar will pop up with the key binding. So that's kind of cool. So of course, me being me, I'm like, okay, this is looking like, this is looking kind of cool. I actually played with with uh, VS Code for a good, you know, 30, 45 minutes before I, before I closed it and never opened it again. <laughs> But it was, you know, it was cool because well, it's, you know, you had to, you it's, had to it's take a break from whatever it was you were working on. <laughs> so of course, I'm like, okay, if VS Code has a plugin for NeoVim, PHP Storm has to have a plugin for NeoVim. It kind of does, kind of doesn't. It might be cooler. It might not be cooler. So there's there's a plugin which looks like you said at the, a very early kind of phase right now there's a plugin for php storm which if i'm understanding stuff and i didn't i didn't bother to implement this one but i probably should try it it actually creates a bridge back in the direction i want where it ties into php storm and then bridges that into into neovim so you're in neovim and you're using all the functionality and engines in php storm so all the Auto, it, my understanding of it is like the auto completion and, and understanding your code base and all is being done in PHP Storm, and then it's bridging that stuff into NeoVim, which kind of looks pretty cool. But it's weird because not because you have to you actually have to have PHP Storm running when you're using this bridge. So I am like, well, if I'm gonna have PHP Storm running, I'll just use PHP Storm. It's not that you know, whatever. Yeah, it's 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 whatever it is. But I thought that was pretty cool. This whole I'm telling you, this whole LSP thing is just taking NeoVim and Vim as well to a whole nother level. It's insane. So we've got a good question from Discord. Uh oh. Is the secret project a SAS? Is the secret project a SAS? So I'm dealing with a couple of projects. The None. one, the one that we've been talking about. The the one that has me the most excited. No, no, it's not a SAS. Not a SAS. Uh, no, not a SAS. Nope. not a SAS. Not a SAS. Not open source. Hmm. That that would make sense. That it would be a SAS. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. I see where everybody's mindset is. That makes a lot of sense. But no, it, it's not a SAS. Uh, good question, though. That Very is, good question. Okay. I, I love PHP. The only scripting language that generates you money. <laughs> That's so cool. then. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw my question out there. Is okay. this is this intended to make money at all? Is this intended to make money at all? Another very good question. Ideally, yes. I I feel like ideally it it makes money. It's it's not going to make money like I'm not quitting Diego Dev. I'm not so, I'm not I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna state the same question again because I feel like you misheard me. Is it designed to make money at all? Is the intention of the project to generate no. revenue? Oh no, no, no! Good, good question. That's a very good question. Actually, that's an excellent question. That's a very good question. No, no. The intention, the intention behind the project is not to generate revenue, not to generate currency or money. It's not like a Bitcoin thing. It's not. It's not like something. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you guys this one. It's not something you guys can just you know. That's not true, though. No, the answer I mean, is no. It's, it's, it's not, it's not designed make rich, to make money. If I if it's not going to make me rich, I have lost all interest at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
No it's more gonna than... make you. It's gonna make you rich at heart. You're gonna be. Yeah. You're gonna be richer That's... because you'll be happy. That is an How's even. That? that is an even lower amount of interest. <laughs> the last time someone said I would improve as a person because of this, it just took effort and time. <laughs> I was not happy with the person I became. No, no. Think about me. All right. Think about the person I am. And what sort of projects I get involved with? This this is not a Diego Dev. I'll give you I'll give you guys this. This is not initially a Diego Dev project where it's kind of falling under under our umbrella now because of my involvement. But this was not this was wasn't created out of Diego Dev. This was a completely separate entity that reached out and got the ball rolling on this. So think about me and think about the fact that, that this individual reached out to me and, and who I am and the type of projects I get involved with. See that that's three questions. You guys, you guys got, uh, all all I can think of is something Batman related. (laughs) That's, that's a reasonable, that's a reasonable thing to think it would, it would involve Batman. I, 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 uh, I, I can understand that. Like a Batman, doesn't, doesn't, a Batman Vim theme. Is it? So, <laughs> I actually, that was actually one of the things. I used to have a theme called Gotham. Uh, oh, I funny know. Funny you should mention that. No, I know 100%. Is it some hydroponics thing or something? Buttery. Buttery. Deep cuts. Buttery pays attention. Buttery pays a lot of attention. You can to tell us. by the slowly slipping sanity. It's uh yeah, that's that's scary. I, that he uh he had no buttery. It is not hydroponics. I wish it was. Uh, hydroponics or aqu- aquaponics are my two little hobbies. My funny thing, funny story, my aquaponics system has the plants don't grow anymore because we got this new kitten that think that the wet <laughs> The wet rocks are are his toys, and so he jumps on top of the fish tank and starts digging up the wet rocks and then throwing them onto the ground. And he, he keeps he keeps like digging up the seeds and stuff. He's driving me crazy. I'm like two o'clock in the morning. You hear these little pebbles running across our hardwood floor because he's jumped up on my fish tank and got another stupid pebble out of there. I need to get I need to upgrade my my aquaponic system to something outdoors with bigger fish. But no, uh it is not an aquaponics or hydroponics uh project buttery and my hats off to you for knowing that little tidbit of detail and uh and bringing it up. That's very good. Uh no crypto. It, it has nothing to do with crypto. I promise you. That's Tom. If, if yeah, Tom no. was doing a project, it would be Tom. Um I will tell you what the secret project is, asynchronous PHP. That's not new, uh, Abdul. The asynchronous PHP is a thing. It's actually built into PHP, uh, but there are frameworks out there. Dark Knight Interface. No, it's not that. I promise I'm not a stalker. He says, Aqua Quip Crypto. Okay, you guys are just being kooky. I promise I'm going to tell you guys next week because I can't hold on to it anymore. I so badly want to tell everybody right now. I so badly. I, I don't know why I don't. Like, it's not going to change anything, but I'm trying to do it justice. And as soon as as soon as I get a couple more pieces in place for phase two and get those confirmed, I promise you I'm gonna tell it. I, I I will make that my goal for next week so that I can I can let everybody know. I will I will do my best to let the live stream know <laughs> reeling, before, reeling that back quickly. No, I'm gonna do my best to let the live stream know before I, I announce it through any other media. So tune in the to the live stream, but 
I say I'll do my best because I'm everybody involved is asking everybody else to keep this on the download, but there's there's no guarantee that's going to happen. There's there's a, a, a couple people involved now, and there'll be uh, probably one or two more people involved. And who knows? I mean, things leak all the time, but yeah. It's Kang the Conqueror. It's <laughs> exactly. Don't spoil that show for everybody. They don't even it's say his name. To moderate chats. It's, it's Kevin, well, seriously? It's, we don't moderate our chat now. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, uh, All right. I don't, I, just, I feel so bad because I hate when, I hate, I hate when people do this. I got way too excited when this happened. I actually got way too excited he, before I even knew about he it. He does not I, feel I, bad at all. I told, I, I, I mentioned it on the show before I found out what it was that I was just really excited that, that a particular person had reached out to me. And then I, 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 I kind of doubled down on that when I found out what it was and I couldn't tell anybody still. And then I'm doubling down again because it's another week has passed. So I don't like doing this. I, 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 I I'm adamantly against this sort of marketing, which is, this isn't marketing. I just, <laughs> You don't understand you how know, bad when, I want to tell you. When we shut down the stream, the first thing he says is, I get such a high from doing this. <laughs> this is better than black tar. You, you just don't understand how badly I want. Because of everybody in my life, especially the people listening to the live stream are the ones who are going to appreciate it the absolute most. I know it. I, I just, I'm confident that this is going to be rat up the alley of of people who we share our thursday nights with i just i feel i feel this is this is it but yeah i mean it's not i'm not gonna be it's not like a new framework or a new plugin or anything like cool like that i wish i wish i was that smart i wish i could i i could develop something that could touch everybody's life and they could implement it and makes their makes their day-to-day world easier it's not it's not it's not bad, but I promise you, it is. It's going to be such a letdown. I'm going. It totally is. Like you thought, the unboxing last week of some stickers was of too much of a buildup. This is going to be like horrible. <laughs> and I just, I know it's coming. It's not going to change for me. Like I'm so jazzed about this. It doesn't change anything for me. But yeah, I just kind of, I. I <sighs> I, I want to keep everybody's kind of expectations set correctly. So, end of day, I'm going to like it more than any of you all going to like. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. That seems like a, we've talked about that way too long. I just can't wait to tell. Well, I, hey, I can't believe I didn't slip up yet. Brand spanking new super, super secret projects that we can talk about. The Steam Deck. Did you not see this? Mm, no. What's the, the Steam Deck? The Steam Deck is Valve's new handheld portable machine that uh, uh, is able to run, you know, the vast majority of Windows video games in their custom Steam OS, which is an Arch Linux distribution through Proton. Oh, so Steam has another another gadget they're coming out with, huh? Another another gadget, and they explicitly in this gadget mention that the Steam controller was not great, and they are sorry, but promise this will be better. It looks like a Switch. It has I mean, more it has like, buttons than God. It does have a lot of buttons. Are those pads buttons, too? Those pads are, are, are high-resolution. Are you sharing this on the stream? I, I don't actually have a browser window share thing working right now. Okay. I'm but, sorry. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't looking at our... There, there are, there's a D-pad, 
two joysticks, four XY, uh, ABXY buttons, two uh, thumb positioned mouse pads, like uh, uh, touchpad surfaces that are p- apparently high def haptic and support uh, uh, pressure sensitive clicks. Uh, each side has an R1 and R2 trigger, as well as an underneath R3 and R4 trigger. And then it has menu, uh, pause, and steam buttons. Wow. On That's the a interface. lot of buttons. It's a, it's a crap, lot it's of, a lot of it is a lot of buttons. Uh, it is running AMD's Zen 2 plus RDNA 2 architecture, and it's shown playing games like uh, Control and uh, the the Kojima Delivery Man game, Death Stranding. I, I don't know any of these. I'm not a gamer, so I don't know. High powered, high powered games. They need a lot of power. Now the screen is 1280 by 800 native. So it's not a super sharp picture, but uh, it is an impressive unit. It is a very, you, it is a very impressive unit. No, no way to plug it into a larger screen like a monitor or television. Absolutely, it comes with. Uh, I think it has a micro HDMI. Oh no, it has a USB C uh, plug at the bottom, which allows for pass through of uh, HDMI, DVI, Ethernet, and USB A. Oh, it, it actually has a dock. So the dock, so there's the a desi- dock yeah, the design on the dock isn't done. They're not showing anything off about that, but the the unit itself will sell without a dock to start with. But mm. you can use any, you know, USB-C dock that you find in the store to add HDMI output to it. Mm. And the OS is a totally unlocked uh, Arch Linux-based OS. You can just dump straight into the desktop and run whatever apps you want to if you want. There's no restrictions to it and it's pretty it's very pretty it looks like every other little game switch thing yeah. it looks like a switch to but with me. like a hundred buttons and two touchpads it's not necessarily a good thing <laughs> more buttons more buttons obviously not not a gamer here no i'm definitely not a gamer I, but I, I i applaud uh i applaud people who have the time to do it i i envy it i i watch gamers on youtube but uh yeah i don't I just don't have it. They don't keep my interest long enough, and I, I'd just rather be coding. But yeah, it's it's definitely a thing. I uh, think it's cool. Excellent. Also, All I right. just like the name because Steam Deck is a reference to the the cyberpunk uh, decks that hackers used. They had like full computers that were basically just a keyboard modded with a bunch of stuff on them, and it was their cyber decks. Yeah. So any cyberpunk right. reference is good to me. Any last minute questions? Yeah, Arch. I have been thinking about going to Arch. I don't, because the whole reason I got a System76 machine was to have support for the OS in the in the hardware. So I I haven't, but Arch, I uh, there's a lot I like about Arch. And, so uh, I mm-hmm. mentioned this a few weeks ago that my Mac M1 was having trouble, and I was taking it to the Apple Store. I took. I don't it. remember it having trouble. But okay. Well, it was crashing. I took oh, it that's to, not good. No, very bad. I took it to the Apple Store, and they said, "Yeah, everything's fine. The hardware's all fine. Everything looks great. If you if you want us to replace the software and like do a reinstall, then we can. Like, yeah, not not right know. now. I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> Got it home. Did some more research, and what I found is very frustrating. Do tell. If you look up on Google OS X Ultra Wide Monitor, there is a number of long, long threads talking about this issue. Okay. OSX has trouble with some monitors, mostly 
ultra-wide monitors, uh, Dell and LG ultra-wide monitors. And somebody at some point identified that they were running uh, DVI or Thunderbolt, or DVI over Thunderbolt 1.4, and that when they downgraded to 1.2, their problem went away. Now, I'm not running DVI to my monitors. I'm running HDMI to my monitors. But my monitors do have an HDMI compatibility mode. So I can go through the on-screen display and switch it over to HDMI compatibility mode. And guess what? It it stopped crashing? It's totally fixed. Really? It's totally fixed. Uh, You know what? That's going to happen. Honestly, I I had issues with my display, with my Pop OS system. There are thousands of people on the Mac forums complaining of this exact issue. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, if you look it up, it's, uh, well, you'll, you'll get the whole result set if you look up OSX Ultrawide Monitor. You'll see it immediately that there's thousands of people with this problem. Um, but the exact dump in the kernel panic is uh, watchdog process timeout rebooting. So if you're having trouble with OSX, this isn't even an M1 thing. This apparently goes back to older MacBooks as well. If you're having trouble, my problem was solved by switching over to HDMI compatibility mode. Mm, cool. There you go. So, so yeah, those things happen all the time, though. I, I had a big problem with my Mac and Bluetooth for a long time when I was on the Mac. Yeah. Well, Darling Data. Is just garbage. You say you're on Arch for the past two years. Are you on Arch Arch? I, I, I keep bounce between uh, going to Arch and going to uh, uh, Manjaro. Manjaro? Is that the distro that's based on Arch? I forget. I think Manjaro is it. No, that doesn't sound right. Oh, I gotta look it up. Is it Manjaro? Uh, Manjaro, yeah, it's based on Arch Linux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I keep bouncing whether I want to go to Manjaro Arch. I, I tried to uh, do Arch once before, like way back a couple of years ago, and it was just such a struggle. I mean, I was back to like, I had memories of Slackware and installing Linux you know, like component at a time when when I did Arch. Um, so yeah, I'm just curious if you're actually using Arch, and if the in, if the install process has gotten any better, or if you're using a distro based on Arch, which I'm seriously considering. I have Manjaro running on a VM now, and I'm liking it a lot. Kevin, is the project enhancement to PHP ugly? <sighs> Enhancements to PHP ugly? No. It's not an enhancement to PHP Ugly. It doesn't... We're already perfect. What are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. It's like... Doesn't... Unfortunately, it doesn't get any better than this, Kevin. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, display port or bust. Down data, I'm on vanilla Arch, but uh, I've heard of Manjaro as a great intro to Arch. Yeah, the only reason I look at Manjaro... Uh, Manjaro... Manjaro? Was for the installation process. Um the arch doing arch at the time last time I did it was a little bit of a struggle more more than I have time for Man, my daily driver is an arch this is buttery crumpets in discord uh, for six years before I switched to pop OS so yeah I'm on pop OS uh, I'm curious about what you see the differences are buttery because I really don't have any reason not to go uh, to not to stick with pop OS I mean I Basically, use a terminal, a browser, and that's like 90% of my work. A terminal and a browser. PHP Storm, I'll fire up. I'll fire up Discord, Slack. So there's nothing like OS-specific that keeps me... I don't know. I, I, I just like I, like... I like new and shiny things. So That's true. But you know what? This episode's not new and shiny. No. This episode's old and done. Beat down. Beat down. <laughs> Beat 
Are we done? I guess. I mean, if you're not going to tell us any secrets. Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Tra- Charlton is saying Windows 10 and 11 will run on Linux soon. Announced Microsoft? Windows 10 and 11. What's that? What's that mean? Windows 10 and 11 will run. Uh, we'll have a Linux based OS. Is that what you're saying? I mean, if you're talking about VMs, it's, that's nothing new. Can't, it can't be what, possibly what you're referring to. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to cite that reference because I've been saying for years. <gasps> oh shit! God, I I don't know how I haven't leaked this. I just I don't. I'm not sharing my screen, so we're fine. <laughs> thank God! Thank God for the adult diapers. Oh my gosh! I'm not gonna be able to make it to next week. I should just I should just break down now. I feel like I should just break down now. <sighs> No, yeah, you've made promises. I know I'm super stressed about something because, like I said, Diego Dev is starting to get interweaved in this a little bit, and I'm worried about information leakage using other other avenues within Diego Dev. So I, I'm telling I'm 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 telling you guys next week. I can't I can't not tell you next week. I, I have to get this I have to get this stuff lined up to let you let everybody know because. I'm gonna lose my shit if I if I can't share this with more people, especially you people. Yeah, you people who are there with me. Let me zoom in on Eric here and see if we can see it in his glass. Enhance, (laughs) enhance. (laughs) That was close. All right. Uh, Thank uh, you, everybody, uh. for listening. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thanks again to all of our Patreons for supporting us. We do appreciate it. It makes things easier for us. You, you guys are paying for our hosting or, of our of our um, secret projects and stuff like that. The secret projects. Yeah. Uh, so do do appreciate all of our Patreons. Uh, I was. I keep saying patrons because I was kind of hoping you'd switch that scene, but you know, you do you, Tom. That's fine. Seems I'm, I'm, like yeah. a, yeah. I'm getting in Honey Badger. I'm getting links to Linux okay. and Windows here. I uh, in Honey Badger for sure for for sponsoring us. We don't we don't give you guys enough uh, due. Uh, Honey Badger is officially our Diego Dev is officially a client of Honey Badger now, uh, including this new top secret project. Uh, so yeah, Honey Badger is a thing. That's 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 an example of like I'm I keep worrying like like somebody who has access to Honey Badger through Diego Dev might see the project pop up or something. Or I'm super paranoid about this. So yeah, <laughs> Do, any any real uh, links here? Uh, ZDNet. Uh, all right well you that's your homework this week tom you uh, uh it's you, just a, it's just a see, wine layer yeah okay well my scotch is out that means the show is over <laughs> episode 245 is in the books i'm eric i'm tom keep, keep it, it ugly one, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. Shouts out to 
PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they gettin' together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.